This is Dory Clark. In the following podcast, I interview Alan Weiss, author of the best-selling Million Dollar Consulting, on the subject of personal rebranding. The interview is in advance of the publication of my book, What's Next? The Art of Reinventing Your Personal Brand, due in late 2012 from Harvard Business Review Press. To learn more about Alan Weiss, visit summitconsulting.com. To learn more about Dory Clark, visit doryclark.com, or follow me on Twitter at Dory Clark. The first question that I'd love to get your thoughts on, as I mentioned, the book that I'm writing is about reinventing your personal brand. And I know that that's something that you have dealt with. Uh, you've advised a lot of consultants over the years about that. When someone is attempting to change their personal brand, they want to be perceived in a different way than they have been in the past, what would you say are the first steps that they should undertake to begin that transformation and how others see them? Well, you have to be clear on what brand it is you want to create. So the first would be clarity. You also have to be clear on whether the brand is going to be some function you perform or some result that you uh, create or your name. Uh, Obviously, if the brand is your name, it's a lot easier to adjust it to anything, you know, get me Dory. Uh, However, uh, if you're going to change your brand from one kind of result you generate to another, uh, what you need to do is to make sure that your public persona reflects that. So when you blog, if you have a newsletter on your website, when you're interviewed, uh, when you uh, create new intellectual property, when you speak, and so forth and so on, mention the new brand and associate it with you. For example, if on this interview I wanted to create a new brand around the fact that I was a nutritionist, I would say, you know, Dory, they've started to call me the diet guy because I've gone with this brand new way too, and that's the way you start to do it. And are there common mistakes that you see in the course of people attempting to change their brand but uh, falling short in some way? Well, the biggest problem is they don't really know how, and I assume that's the the reason for this interview in your book. The the fact is that um, they think that if they just uh, relate things within their own coterie of friends and their own small circles, that that will do it, but it doesn't. So they don't really know how to do it, and they don't do it shamelessly enough. People become much too humble. Uh, They become much too tentative, Um, and, and Consequently, they're reticent. You know, they're not willing to step out and say, "This is who I am. This is the kind of result I create, and this is how I'm known." And you, you really have to uh, blast this from the rooftops, blow your own horn continually. And what what form would that take, Alan? If someone really wanted to go nuts and put their brand out there, what do you think would be the ways for them to begin to convey it broadly? Well, the forms I talked about earlier. I mean, with the Internet these days, it's easier than ever, but you have to use print and broadcast uh, and all different media uh, to do that. I mean, you know, put out a video series. Start a new teleconference series. Uh, you put things on YouTube. Uh, start blogging about it uh, every single day. There are, there's a multitude, you know, a plethora of opportunities, but you have to apply yourself to do that and with great discipline. The aspects that you're talking about right now, it's sort of swirling around it, but I know you've spoken extensively in the past about the value of creating your own intellectual property. Could you talk a little bit about that and why that's so important? Well, it's essential if you want to be a success in professional services, because if you're using other people's intellectual property, you're not that valuable. And so if all you do is quote Peter Drucker, or quote Jeff Gittimer, or quote Jeff Godin, or quote Alan Weiss, people are going to say, well, why shouldn't I go get the real thing? Uh, And, you know, when you read some of these books and every chapter is preceded by the quote of someone who's well-known, it's sort of a a concession that you don't have enough to say yourself, and you've got to get somebody who the public does know to to, uh, buttress and to justify your position. If you can't create your own intellectual property, 
you've got no business calling yourself a cult leader. You know, some guy wanted to write a book once. He claimed it was a book where he was com- he's going to combine uh, my work and Peter Block and one or two other people's work, just the four of us in this book. And I said to him, well, why would you do that? Why would we allow you to do that? He says, well, I'm going to configure the four of you in a way that's easier for people to understand. And I said, not with my stuff, you're not. And you're mentioning a variety of, of media, Alan, you know, whether it's people going online with videos or blogs or talks or things like that. For some people, how would they know which media they should pursue? I'm assuming some people are naturally better at some things than others. How would you advise people to begin to determine where they should apply their efforts? First, go with your strong spots. Go with your fort. And the reason is it will be less onerous. So if you're a good writer, start writing, start blogging, start newsletters, write uh, articles for third parties, both electronic and hard copy and so on. Uh, if you don't like uh, to write uh, but you love to speak, go out and speak. Speak for free and speak wherever you can. Uh, speak before regional groups will put you before national groups. Uh, do teleconferences. Do podcasts because those are speaking alternatives. If you like to network, go out and rub elbows with people. Uh, and so forth and so on. So wh- whatever it is that you're strongest at, start with that and then work outwards. Alan, how would you advise people to deal with skeptics about your transformation? Let's say you're you're doing your hardest work to create intellectual property, get out there, let people know about the new direction you're moving in. But there may be some people, whether they're clients or people in your life, who really aren't willing to accept that or they're kind of holding on to the old brand. How would you advise people to surmount that? Ignore them. Never accept unsolicited feedback. It's always for the sender, not the receiver. And so respect the opinion of the people whom you deliberately ask for feedback because you trust them, you respect them. They've got brands that you admire. They've been there and done that and have the T-shirt. But ignore all feedback from other people or you'll be a pinball in a pinball machine. Uh, and just say thank you, but do nothing about it because it's it's wasted energy. Alan, another thing that you've written about in the past that I'd be interested in exploring a little bit more is your presidency of NSA New England back in the 1990s. I recall reading in Million Dollar Consulting that you've said that that position alone brought in $250,000 in business for you because of the contacts or exposure, et cetera. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, a woman put a large caliber pistol to my head and said, you have to be president. They had some kind of internal scandal and somebody resigned, and so they needed someone, And because all too often these groups are led by people who aren't themselves successful. They needed somebody very successful to take the presidency. So I agreed, but it's a three-year commitment. It was um, uh, president-elect, president, and then past president. And so you have to commit to all three years, and I did. And I you know, showed up to the meetings, and I ran the meetings, and I ran the speaker school, and so on. And I thought I would write off business. That is, I thought I'd do less business those years because I was involved with this. But to my surprise, you know, I'm always surprised at how stupid I was two weeks ago, uh, I did about a quarter of a million more in business because the visibility naturally accrues to you. And even though you don't seek it, uh, people come to you for interviews, people come to you for advice, people come to you because you plan something, and your visibility grows and your brand grows. So my advice to people today is if you're going to join a trade or professional association, any volunteer association, in for a dime, in for a dollar, take some kind of leadership position, head a committee, head a task force, be an officer, but don't just sit there week after week. I know that you've made a considerable part of your business be related to speaking, whether it's writing several books now about uh, speaking techniques, including million-dollar speaking. 
and uh, money talks and also doing training sessions for consultants on how to be better public speakers. How did your presidency of NSA New England tie into or help you go in those directions? Well, it didn't. I mean, uh, I, I was um, when I, I went out on my own as a consultant in 85, uh, I realized that uh, one of the best ways for me to develop a brand, to go back to your early questions, was to speak. Because I like to speak, and I'm good at it. So I started speaking wherever I could. And uh, after about a year or so, I found some people were paying me a little bit of money, like $750 a speech. I found NSA and National Speakers Association. So I said, well, let me see what that's about. And I went to the conventions. I signed up. And I quickly learned that I was better than most of the people in this professional association. And so I immediately started raising my fees uh, aggressively because I felt, well, why not get paid while I market? Uh, and uh, I became, a, you know, the officer in, in New England Speakers, and I began to a keynote for the national body and so forth. I'm now in the Speakers Hall of Fame. But I regard speaking and consulting and coaching and writing, all, all four of which I do, as synergistic. And uh, I make a lot of money at each, and they lend themselves to each other. So speaking for me started as a marketing endeavor until I realized I could get paid for it. Uh, and then I gladly took on speaking uh, as part of my portfolio uh, as a highly paid keynoter. The last question that I have for you, Alan, is above and beyond uh, the example that we were just talking about, the presidency of NSA New England and the fact that that brought you so much business. Are there other things that you've undertaken or examples that, that you know of from outside that have a similarly high return on investment in terms of activities that can really bring in new business and, and get you out there? Well, the best way to bring in new business and get your name um, bandied about positively uh, is through referrals. I mean, that's the platinum standard. And so what you want to do is encourage word of mouth, viral marketing, and referrals. And what most people do, fail to do in professional services is they don't go to everyone they know and ask for referrals on a regular basis. They're ashamed. They feel guilty. They feel it's inappropriate because their mentality is that they're trying to take money rather than they're trying to provide value. And that's their big error. But if you talk to your family, your friends, your colleagues, your professional associates, past clients, current clients, uh, uh, professional people with whom you do business, like doctors and dentists and so on, make a list of every single person you know and you tell them what value you bring and ask if they can use it or if they know someone who can, you will do business. But too many people don't look at the very easy, direct way uh, to bring in new business, and that is through referrals. And that's a new book called Million Dollar Referrals, uh, which comes out in a couple of months um, later this year. Alan, I, I think that's everything I have. I really appreciate your taking the time to speak with me. My pleasure, Dory. Anytime.